All right, everybody, welcome to Brews, Booze, and Reviews. This is your host, Knox, neighbor Knox, if you will. And of course, my partner in crime and all this. What's going on, Ernie? Oh, hey, Knox. <laughs> no, I'm doing well. Excellent. Well. Sit next to him, of course, is Easy Chris. What's going on, Chris? Oh, we're just hanging out, <laughs> drinking some Chris, uh, bourbon. That's it. Excellent. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Mix for a good day. The best day. Yeah. Some bartender Andy, how you doing? Hey, awesome. As per usual, that's just 10 out of 10. Excellent. <laughs> as long as you don't sound like a millennial, we're good to go. Right. <laughs> and today we are missing Chef Kev. Uh, he's in another state having a wonderful time and in a much better climate than Fargo. Imagine that. So taking his place today is Travis. Say hi, Travis. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm fabulous. <laughs> You Excellent. look fabulous. I do look fabulous. <laughs> He's one of our resident bourbon lovers, along with Easy Chris over there. So Chris, that's... Told, Chris told me to come unprepared and drunk. And he said, <laughs> I've done my it. job. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it to a T. And of course, on the soundboard, as always, we've got Maddie. And that's great. All right, now moving on. Well, that brings us to today's uh, little, little talk about today, what we are sampling. We are tasting some wonderful bourbons today. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you about the one that I brought today, if you guys don't mind. I brought the Four Roses Single Barrel. Now, if you go to the website, it says that the nose is dried spice, pear, cocoa, vanilla, and maple syrup. With a palate that's hints of rum, ripe plum, and cherries, robust, full body, and mellow. And the finish is smooth and delicately long. Delicately long. <laughs> my stripper name. Yeah. <laughs> that just reminded me of st- get the dirty magazines I used to see as a kid. That's how old I am, folks. I saw my first naked boobies on an actual magazine. Yes, that's me. What? Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> and surprisingly now, those pages do not come apart. Yeah. They're stuck together. <laughs> Now, what are all these things that you may know because like days of the that I don't know about? When it says nose and palate and finish, I'm going to divert to you guys because I don't exactly know what all this stuff means. And it's up to Ernie and I to walk our listeners through this educational moment of trying to figure out what are these things and what do they mean and how do you do it when you taste bourbon. Anybody want to jump in on this, on the uh, nose, the palate, or the finish? Well... <laughs> hey Travis. So, <laughs> All right. Just I waiting for the well, guess, I'm like, I'm like yes, yes. I'm warming up. I'm warming up. I guess I can touch on some of the stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's just kind of how it sounds. The nose of something is, you know, when you're tasting bourbons, smell is often a lot affects how flavor works in your mouth too. So smelling the the bourbons or the beers or whatever else, you know, you're tasting is important so you want to get your nose into the glass a little bit smell it and see what kind of smells you get you know what i'm saying <laughs> you, you, you just gotta make sure you smell your smells right yeah you gotta smell your yeah. smells and uh, <laughs> so when when this four roses says that it's dried spice pear cocoa vanilla and maple syrup do you think that is what you smell when you smell this bourbon so one important thing that I've learned is that when you're smelling bourbon or like any alcohol, you're supposed to smell with your mouth open because mm-hmm. it's a whole different experience. Like when somebody's sitting in the backseat of a car and rolls down a window and all you hear is like the thum, 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 
because mm-hmm. it's just one window rolled down. So then it's like what, when you open that? your mouth and well, that's having two windows rolled down. Can you make down. sound one more time, please? What, what sound was that? Uh, that's interesting. That's so interesting. Really? So it's like having two windows rolled down on your face and you can taste better. See, if I was to think about that, and I heard about that too, that it's a good way to to experience the nose on a bourbon is to do with your mouth open. I always thought it was because you don't want to really soak up a lot of that alcohol smell, that astringency of the actual booze itself. You actually want to swirl it around a little bit with your palate. Yeah, and the vapor can like murder your face. Like if you're just getting in there with your nose and like, you're going (laughs) to... So Sound we got to remember this moment. If we get a whiskey here, if we get a bourbon in here that's just really hot, that's a face murderer. Right, face murder. But so murder. Uh, again, with the nose part of it and smelling it, you know, like this type of glass, these wide based on, yeah. you know, they're they're not as good for the smelling part of it. That's why they have the snifters that have the the different shape, the bell, and they kind the, of come back up and have a lip like a tulip. Mm-hmm. So that helps dissipate a lot of that ethanol right away when you swirl it. So that's why they're called snifters. It gets rid of that alcohol, that ethanol, and it allows you to actually smell the characteristics of the whiskey. It's something I don't know. And for future reference, Andy is in charge of all... Sound effects? Sound effects, thank you. I was like, I hope he's going to say sound effects. I thought you were supposed to jump in with the sound effects there. (laughs) What? Dang it. Helicopter. Is that good? No, that sounds more like a lawn sprinkler. That sounds more like a lawn sprinkler. Okay. Uh, it's a work of progress. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> sounds are objective. Sounds are objective. Excellent. So then, of course, they say something about palate. Now, this the palate for this bourbon is hints of ripe plum and cherries, robust, full body, and mellow. What What do you think those means? On is that palate? what I'm drinking right here? Is yeah. this for yeah. That's the full yeah. Hints of ripe plum and cherries. Do you taste it? There is a definite sweetness to it. See, another thing, like when you read something like that, it's priming your brain to taste that right away. And so, like, things that you would actually taste and, like, something that you would think of yourself is different from what you would hear, but then you taste it because it's what you were told. Scientific shit. Science. Science. Brain science, baby. (laughs) Well, the palate part is mouth science. That is... Very, that's a hard that's when we were talking about last episode, episode one, about the <laughs> mouth feeler, right? Yeah. How how it feels across the tongue. How some of the, the better bourbons have like an oiliness when you swirl the glass that sticks to the glass. That's the kind of part that I like. It makes it roll off the tongue a little a lot smoother, I think. I'm not sure if what I'm doing is correct, but that's how I like to swallow my bourbons, if you will. <laughs> and it's to each their own. If that's mm-hmm. how you like to do it, then that's right. I heard about a, a chewing dick. Yeah. They're like, you're going to look like an idiot, but it's supposed to be really <laughs> like helpful in dis- deciphering flavor. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what the, 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 I was talking about the long legs or whatever on these, on the glass and the, and the taste of everything. That's like the, the finish. And this one for the Four Roses says smooth and delicately long. Which I, which is right, I, you know, long after I would I, have to agree with that. Long after I swallow it, I can still taste it. It's got that good, nice, sweetie, kind of oily. Oh, sweetie, sweetie, oily <laughs> taste across the tongue. A lot of smoke, or at least as far as I can taste, it tastes kind of smoky afterwards. It's like, what was that, uh, that bourbon or the scotch that you brought over, Chris, the other night? McAllen. 
Holy shit, man. It's like drinking tax. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Talisker, or last night, the bourbon? It was brutal. Yeah. Some of them are... Some, yeah, some can get really alcoholic right up front. So another thing when you're tasting Being bourbon. fisted, but not the good fisted. <laughs> like the there is a difference. OMG, it hurts. Can you please stop fisting? But, so, but that's a good point. You better buy me dinner now. Yeah. But when you're tasting bourbons uh, or any whiskeys, really, a lot of times, you know, you'll have... Some people that say are adamant. You just drink it neat. It's a good bourbon, but there's a lot, of, a lot to putting in water in, and yeah, a little it bit of water with up. your bourbon opens it up a lot. Takes a lot of that burning thumbtack, <laughs> burnt, <laughs> tearing up your insides. I found that yeah. out too. Just even just having ice, not like the big huge ice cube. So at like, a lot of bourbon tastings, but, they'll like even give you. Eyedroppers and water. So a lot of people, when they start opening really? it up and start putting drops of water in when they're tasting it, it just changes a lot of those profiles. It would, you know, when you're talking about the nose and the palate, those things open up more when you actually put some water in. So I think it was when I was reading um, Booker No, who is part of the Jim Beam family and has distilled just tons of bourbons, he once was uh, said... Bourbon or whiskey should be drank at 35% alcohol. So adding water, you know, kind of makes sense. If you make a face while you're drinking it, like if it's too strong and you like grimace while you drink it, then it's you're not enjoying it. So you're no. not getting any of the flavors anyway. So the water is only hmm. helpful. It's, yeah, it's, it helps cut, cut down. So even anybody could drink it if they want to. You just got to add water. As long as it's good water, not well water. Because that just really or toilet would water. wreck everything. Toilet. toilet water would be a bad situation. <laughs> it's just well. an idea. God damn it, I'm learning things. <laughs> All right, so we're going to switch over to we're what's ready. our next what's our next bourbon today, guys? Which one should we do next? Should we do the 1792 or should we do Yeah, we can do that one. And that's oh. the This one's <gasps> like they can see it on the radio. <laughs> okay, well that's what we'll do next. So for now we'll get a word from our sponsor and be right back. Welcome back, guys. Uh, back from the break, we did switch up our bourbons a little bit. We are uh, going to be moving on to the 1792, but we have yet to do a rating on the Four Roses single barrel. Which okay. is one of my our favorites. System. Well, for beers, it's a one through six pack, depending on how many beers we can drink or want to drink. Mm. What do you think it should be on alcohol? Ounces? That. It's a it, funny story. I happen to be listening to uh, an audio book, and I just passed a chapter. Uh, Is it where, where the wild things are? Where, no. <laughs> no. One fish, two no, fish. Uh, uh, <laughs> Red fish, blue the, fish. The stand. Uh, oh. And there, there's a part where they're talking about uh, four roses. Well, Stephen King is talking about four roses, and then all of a sudden Chris shows up with a bottle of four roses. So, you know. Good story. Cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it. let's do like um, so take it, taking our jobs. 
All right, how about we do? How about we do shots? Like, uh, let's do a maximum of five shots. Yeah, I would never be able to do more than five shots. Or, or uh, oh, we could do like five fingers. Like, how much of a glass would we want to have a? <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shots, yeah. shots, I know I may just be a awesome. guest host, but you may want to consider the fucking, fingers. The fucking fingers. Oh, I don't know. Do we give it the fist award? Because I will have a heyday with that shit. All right. Well, let's do shots. But then. first, you have to do this. Up. Are they dry One fingers? Two fingers. Well, I can hear that. You can scrunch them the up. Whoa! That's where you're hear part of that. Okay, well, let's do shots. Well, I I give. We do not. Uh, I give use the five roses single barrel. Uh, so far, kind of my favorite. I give it. I'm not too experienced. I can't give it a five shots because I don't know yet. So I'm gonna give it a four. I get four four roses. Wow. That one right there, Ernie. Four roses. Four, four roses. Four roses. Barrel. He gave it four roses out of five. I gave it four shots out of five. Oh, four shots out of five. Yeah, this one. Big Earn, what are your thoughts? I was. Um, I've had the four roses before. Uh, yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was pretty smooth. I am not a straight bourbon drinking kind of guy. That's why I really was going to be kind of a part of this limited, mm-hmm. minimal. Um, no problem, Ernie. But I. I don't get that wincing face when I drink it. And I think when I had an ice cube in it and it melted a little bit, it actually made it a little smoother. Yeah. Yep. That's the purpose. It'd be hard for me to judge because I've really never had any straight bourbon and I've always had it mixed. Yeah. I'm the same. uh, And it was cheap stuff. And yeah, it's, it's smooth. It's surprisingly smooth. It's a, it's a good buy. It's a good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but the strange thing is about is I've actually bought one of these bottles for fifty seven eighty nine somewhere, and then I went across the other side of town. And it was on sale for forty ninety nine. Oh, so be on the lookout for forty those. bucks. Yeah, so, so I got two of these bottles for forty two dollars. Dang, I scored well on that one. On a scale of one to ten, I call it worth it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're yelping. Yeah. So, Ernie, what was your again. what was your shot rating in that one through five? I probably get a four. Four shot? From what I've had, but like I said, I have a very limited experience. Okay. And you were, Travis, you were just mentioning what you thought about the taste of these. What would you give it as far as the one through five for rating? Five is exceptional. Yes. You know, and uh, I would give it a solid four. Um, Chris brought over the, the lesser four roses, and I've had two consecutive hangovers. <laughs> to this four roses business but he was the no it, it it's a good drinker it's a good drinker it, it's the wincing face you know like it's not that you know it's it it's got a fast dissipation it goes away really quick you know it's an enjoyable drink sweet and your rating you see, you my rating four? oh you four. four. Oh, solid four. four that's right now yeah. i remember what about you chris what do you think <laughs> um i really like this one too um I've just kind of started getting back into bourbons. I've been drinking a lot of scotches, but uh, Four Roses, the single barrel is, yeah, absolutely a four. I can't really rate anything a five until I'm knocked out. <laughs> Not blacked out, but knocked out. By one. <laughs> Two very different things. That's <laughs> very different things. But, yeah, uh, I, I like everything about it. It's just uh, you can drink it straight if you want to, but like I said, I always add a little bit of water or an ice cube to mine and, they open up and it opens up really well. 
Excellent. And what about you, Andy? What do you think about this whole experience with Four Roses? Well, again, like I don't drink a ton of bourbon. I work with bourbon on the daily, but um, I really liked this one. Like I, it's just not my taste yet, but I'm, you know how like you learn to love IPAs, you learn to love different things on their own. This is something that I really would like to learn to love and put more time and effort into like learning the tasting notes and learning how to actually drink it. Um, But as far as the ones that I have tasted, the Four Roses is definitely a four. Like I really liked it a lot. It was smooth. I was able to drink it without like wince face. I think it's been named grimacing. Grimace. Like that old purple guy at McDonald's. Well, that's that, that basically everybody he says four. So we don't even have to average it out. That's the four. four shots was an five awesome <laughs> Okay, then our our second bourbon that we're checking out today is a 1792 bottled in Bond. Now, uh, what if you go to the website? What they talk about that is in 1887, the bottled in Bond Act revolutionized the quality of American whiskey. Carry on that tradition. This Carrying on that tradition, <laughs> this well-aged bourbon from barrels all filled during the same season was bottled at exactly 100 proof for a bold taste and lingering finish, a testament to the Bottled and Bond Act established over a century ago. Uh, it says in this one for the tasting notes, true to its heritage, the unmistakable spice of 1792 bourbon is met with notes of charred oak and fresh mint. Subtle caramel apple tones are delicately balanced with the lingering essence of coffee and black pepper. I'm just wondering how they could mimic that every single year when they do this. Uh, they're good at what they do. This just smells like a glass of butterscotch to me. Like it's. Mmm. Yeah, once mm. it's calmed down a little bit and the ice has melted a little bit, it definitely has a, a much, much more layered taste to it for sure. I definitely like it after it's sat with some ice for a little while. Yeah, right out of the bottle, like I normally drink, it was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. But it is, what, 100 proof? So yeah, that says, makes uh, sense. Bottle at exactly 100 proof, yep. I don't know if it's exactly it. I don't really <laughs> taste any of that caramel apple that they're talking about, though. I really like that. I definitely it's, like it more now than I did right away. Yes. Right away, it was just it, it, too astringent, is what they say, I think. Right? When it's too hot. It's hot! It's, it's, <laughs> it's hot, a lot of, it, there's, there's the initial, like, hotness, but that that goes away pretty quick, and it has a smooth smokiness. I like that. It doesn't have a lot of... Uh, a lot of thumbtack <laughs> to it? it does, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not like you, you like taking a shot of razor blades. You know, it's, it's very smooth. It's warm. It's it's like, warm. I like it. It's warm. Like a hooker. Look, like a good hat. <laughs> it's warm like a hooker. <laughs> nice. So if All you right. were to rate this 1792 bottled in bond, what would you rate this? Me? Travis? Me? Let's start with you, yeah. Um, I would say this is a... If we're doing a four out of five... Uh, I think this is. I prefer this over the last one. It, it, this. I would have as a daily drinker. I would. This, this is actually a very. I would. I would. Uh, I'm going to have a bottle of this at my bar at all times. So you say it's a solid four. Solid sure. four. 
Not quite a five, but a solid four. So, yeah, rated it the same as you did the four roses, but let's emphasize it's a harder it's, four. It's not, I, w- I would, it's, n- it, four roses pales in comparison to this. So I would actually dumb down my other, four roses is the three. It's a four. Ooh, knocked down Damn, a Damn, that's not happening yet. See it's still a good four rating. Oh, oh, now I have to do math. Son of a gun. How about you, Andy? What do you think about this uh, bottled and bond 1792? I am a straight three. I think so. It smells butterscotchy, but on the back end, it's very medicinal and like dry pecans or like walnuts. Like it's just. So when you drink stuff, and you think of something right away. It's your right brain trying to like remind you of something that that smells like before you actually can take in the taste. And this smells like and tastes like my great grandma's nursing home to me. Like the taste of it is medicinal. This is a nursing home. Wow. Yeah. So if you taste it like and let it kind of sit and hang out, the aftertaste is like super like. Is that wig flavoring? I don't know, like what that might taste. Wig like. Wig flavoring? <laughs> it tastes no, like, like old lady like wig dusting hair. Of wig. <laughs> so basically, what you're saying is, it just it smells, it, it tastes a little hot, like it's astringently, like yeah. it, it's almost like they wanted to um, bump it up on purpose. For it's the very alcohol clinical content. tasting. It's just, yeah. it's not. I'm not really a big fan. Of this I mean, one. there are some single barrels out there that get up to really? 130 percent, but maybe this one's just a little bit too hot. Too spicy? Yeah, yeah, maybe for me. And it also tastes a little uh, banana-y. Like, there's just a lot of flavors going on in there that I'm not a fan of. So no, I'm, I'm gonna... trying to taste wig. Should I have said merkin? Can you taste merkin in there? Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a hard four with a drop to four roses being three. And we got that a... was... Then we got upset. Andy, who says this is a three, keeps her four rating on the four roses. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. For show. Okay, how about you, Chris? Uh, talk about what you like about this and talk about what you don't like about this. Like that it has booze in it. Mm. Like that's first thing. Like Let's red, get the science out of the way right away. <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> technically, from a technical standpoint, what I like about it is that it, it, it's got this real big bourbon flavor right away, and then it mm. tastes like bourbon going down, and then I feel like I drink bourbon the, the next day. <laughs> from a technical standpoint no i got you so yeah you drink and then you're hung over okay. right. <laughs> no moving no, on science i think it's science so i i would never had this before i just bought it for this episode i wanted to uh when i was doing a little bit of research and read about the bottled and bond stuff that's coming out now i was i just wanted to try something uh so that's why i bought it and i i think it's a pretty good one i like the four roses a lot better but you know, like everybody's saying, once all the the ice melted down a little bit, you do open up and get more of those characteristics. But it, it still is a little bit more alcohol right away and alcohol burn when it goes away. But uh, I give it a three, three. All right, under the four, under the four roses. What? No, this one, seventeen ninety two. No, no, but what? what but oh, like, this is worse than yeah. four roses. Really. <laughs> More math science. All right, Biggern, <laughs> what do you think? Kind of leaves a taste on my tongue. That you're not a fan of? Nah. So it tastes like kind of dry now. Yeah. Like the alcohol just sits there and is like... It's, yeah. I, I gave it a three. Three? But again, 
Apparently, I don't know what I'm talking about. Travis, don't worry about it. Three is not a taste bad that way. rating. Yeah, three is okay. Three is three something is that you want to taste. Anything that's like... Because that's what I'm giving it as well. I'm giving it a three as well. Like, is pulling my but it's car. a hard three for me. Uh, I'm, I like more of the smoother type. Okay, the dog's, um, the dog's pulling the cord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to save it. <laughs> my dog is part of the podcast. Hey, welcome, Izzy. Dog, <laughs> dog, dog. Hi, dog. Okay. So. But yeah, I give it a three as well. One is. <laughs> um, Sweet baby. God dang it. Uh, it just seemed like it was too, like you said, like medicine-y or, or almost like it was trying too hard to be more alcoholic than it needed to be. Well, it was I really enjoy a smoother... It was successful in being more alcoholic by <laughs> being a hundred proof. Well, yes, this, that, that is correct. This is a hundred proof? Yeah. Yeah. So it's right, on the, so it's right on the front. In words. This is 1792. Bond, it has to be Words. at least 100 proof. Use them. Or bottle at exactly 100 proof. What that, does? When it's in bond, is it when exactly 100? That yep. I, could, I was going to look up, but I forgot. It's either over 100 or exactly 100, but it can't. It's nothing less than. Right. <laughs> Which, so yeah, a little bit bourbon, most bourbons. Um, part of what makes it a bourbon is that it's 51% corn. It's made in the U.S., it's, it's new charred oak white oak barrels and it needs to be distilled at no more than 160 proof needs to enter the barrels at no more than 125 and then needs to be at least no less than 80 proof when it's bottled so that's we'll get into the, we'll get that's what history makes at the very end of this episode we'll oh is that, that how we're, we're working yep, towards, yep we're working yeah, towards backwards. it because we gotta have all this information and we gotta be able to process it and we process Shut it with the education process you right now <laughs> so we got all of our ratings there means. Ernie bigger Yes. Okay, so we're going to push pause for now for a short commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk about our next one, which will either be Bullet or Crooked Furrow from Fargo. (gasps) What will it be? Our sound engineer on that review. Three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back from our commercial well break, guys. Again, we are Brews, Booze, and Reviews, and we are on our third bourbon of the day. Today, the third one, we had to battle it out between... <laughs> the third one we've recorded. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we had to battle it out between um, Bullet bourbon. and Proofs. Crooked Furrow, and for today's episode of Simplify Things, the Bullet Bourbon One. This is the Frontier Whiskey. Uh, if you go to the website, it says Bullet Bourbon is inspired by the whiskey pioneered by Augustus Bullet over 150 years ago. Only ingredients of the very highest quality are used. The subtlety and complexity of Bullet Bourbon come from its unique blend of rye, corn, and barley malt, along with special strains of yeast and pure Kentucky limestone filtered water. Due to its especially high rye content, Bullet Bourbon has a bold, <clears throat> spicy character with a finish that's distinctively clean and smooth. Medium amber in color with gentle spiciness and sweet oak aromas. Mid palate is smooth with tones of maple, oak, and nutmeg. Finish is long, dry, and satiny with a light toffee Ooh. flavor. 
I wish I was light, dry, and satiny. Yo, you are. <laughs> Nights. Wish night. comes. I wish I was rich enough to have satiny sheets. That'd be great. Right. But then I'd be totally stuck in an '80s like, <gasps> like movie like. Uh, You'd be like Molly Ringwald. Or, or no, like Scarface or. <laughs> I have to be like a gangster to own satin sheets like that. I don't know. (laughs) Sure thing. I'm a huge fan of Bullet. It's it's a it's a it's a must have on every bar. Well, the price point allows it to be very accessible to. It's a good bourbon. That's it's flavor flavor profile makes it very accessible to your mouth. One thing we didn't we talk the about with, with the 1792 was how much was this bottle of 1792? Oh, memories. <laughs> That's why I drank Come on, Chris. <laughs> like the I don't know. Uh, it was in that $40 range. Okay. And how much is this bur- this bullet here? That's ah, a good it's solid. It's on sale usually all the time, like for 30 bucks or something. Yeah, it's 30 bucks. Uh, and it's, it's it, dope. It's it's, <laughs> it's pretty dope. Listen, guys, we also uh, do high scores for accessibility, and for our eyes, you can find Bullet Bourbon anywhere in any liquor store, and accessibility score highs scores high marks with yeah. that. Yeah. You can find obviously it at most I'm bars on my third bourbon if I'm right. slurring my words already. All right, <laughs> the, if I can get my hands on it, you're automatically a two. That's, that's my rating system. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Same as women it's here? for Chris, so Two. that's good. Hey. Hey, it's good. Even better, right? <laughs> I, I, it's the thing, like, personally, that, and I, I'm no highbrow connoisseur, like, like from what I'm drinking. I want something that, that, uh, works. It does <laughs> that <the> works <laughs> that erases everything. <laughs> Take away my shame. <laughs> no, I, I want. I want some. I I want uh, a, f- a flavor. It's got to be a good flavor. But I I like it when it it has to dissipate. You know, it has. And you saying legs? I guess I don't know proper terminology, but like where it's a the flavor stays with you a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, and a bullet is like one of those where. It, it's not a overpowering flavor by any means, you know. Like, like the scotch that Chris brought over the other night. That it's that's an arduous trek. That <laughs> every fucking <laughs> that, that was that an amazing. Shit, was no, we are in no uh, ideas of podcast maligning McAndrews in any way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just me personally. One of us just has a personal opinion. Mm, yes, but I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, no. Like, uh, it, it, if one were looking for a, uh, and it's great in coffee. <laughs> I can see that. Co- you know, it uh, does have that smokiness that you that yeah you know that would go good with coffee. Little bit of Bailey's, like, little you know, and and a little bit in coffee. Oh man! <laughs> oh no! So when, when it snows out, like, like I wake up and there's a bunch of snow, I have to fucking shovel. I'm like, all right. This is it. By the way, for those who might be listening to from the southern states, snow is that white stuff that falls in the sky at least six months out of the year where we're from here. At least. (laughs) Don't do drugs. So if you're (laughs) not like that white stuff that falls from their nose. From Miami. Anyways, uh, moving on. All right, Travis, what would you rate this from a four out of five? This, uh, for me, it's it's a five. I mean, 
there are bottles at my house that get nipped from here, you know, from now and again, but a bullet is, uh... It won't last ten minutes. It will not. <laughs> like, you're on borrowed time, bottle. <laughs> Excellent. No, it's... Sentenced. It's, it, it's good. I mean, for, like... You're sentenced to die in one hour and 23 minutes. <laughs> Let oh, so I'm alone. <laughs> Make it two hours and twenty three minutes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I, it's. I don't know if I've ever experienced a five as far as a an alcohol scale. I don't know what that would be. You know, if it made me trip, maybe. <laughs> Woo! It's some good fucking bourbon. No, I've seen you. Uh, I can taste colors. I, I, I can taste colors. <laughs> I've seen you trip a lot. Like yeah. just fall over. Yeah. All right, Andy, Andrew. Uh, what do you think about this one? This is. Definitely a four. I really like the four roses, so it's really hard to kind of put that one that I didn't like that much in the middle. But so the fact that you can find this at any bar downtown and just probably order it and it's going to be a reasonable cocktail, probably five or six bucks. So you can have it wherever you go. It's a nice buddy. It's a nice ride along. It's a running buddy. So I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> um, I thought it was running. super sweet. Yeah. Running, buddy. The only running that Chris ever does is from the cops. <laughs> it's I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just Easy, kidding. Chris. I barely run my mouth. That's how. That's why. That's how little I like run. That's not true. <laughs> what? Okay, it's the only thing that I run. But I thought it was super sweet, easy to drink. Just it goes really. So I've made a ton of cocktails, written cocktail menus, that I've added this onto the menu just because it's so easy and it accents other flavors so well. It's like such a, a smooth thing. Yeah. It's just, it's an easy guy. And I like that. Like, I like easy Chris. Easy Chris. Like, is, do you usually, when you use uh, bourbons to make like Manhattans and old fashions, would you use the bullet more than any other one? Yes. because it, Just because it doesn't have any like super strict flavor profile to it. It's not like this is really, really, really heavy in one area. It's just easy drinking. You can tell it's a bourbon and it's lovely. Excellent. So we got another four. What do you think, Chris? I agree. Or a four. It's a four. It's a four for me all day long. I uh, I really like Bullet. We really got into drinking lots of it. It's just like so. <laughs> last week when we had our beers in here, I brought uh, Deschutes in for the yep the Black Butte Porter Black Porter because when I'm starting these out, I want to. Uh, well, actually, Travis brought this one, but it's this is also one of my favorites, too. Uh, but introduce you to something the easiest way, right? Black Butte Porter is, is a porter in its truest sense, and it's easy for anybody to drink. It, it's it's not heavy on anything. Uh, so like you were saying about the bullet, it's not heavy on anything. It, it, it also has a little less smoke, a little more like fruit in the back end of it. So it lightens it up a lot. So it makes it a lot more accessible to any other people that are just trying bourbon. So I, I'll drink it all the time. Hey, what the? That was Izzy. not me. No, Izzy, quit dreaming. It's puppy dog. Puppy dog snoring. He's loving us so all. He's just having a dream down there by our feet. Even the dog thinks you're boring. Fuck oh. Oh, Earn, dog. Yo, I thought you were going to be a part of this. Yet. Oh, that's right. I was sick. Sit down. Just don't say you're nuts, you old fucker. I don't know why he stood up on me. He stood up on me. Making stuff up. Anyway, but yeah, so I like 
bullet all day long. I, I think it's great. Like you said, you can mix it with stuff, or if you just... I tend to never mix anything, but... You can drink You can drink it any way you want to, people. Like, like make a bullet it's a, coke it's a, or it's a, have a... <laughs> Uh, like a higher dollar, like a high highball glass worth, you know, with some stuff in that scoop. And it's a really nice bottle that you can uh, drill open and uh, put marbles in, and make a lamp out of. <gasps> Sweet! <What>? I make <laughs> lamps all the time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. All right, Ernie, what about you? Craps. We'll talk about the lamps here after a little bit, but we got to get on to the review process. What do you think, Ernie? I gave it a four as well. Um, again, being a total novice for this. When I think of bourbon, that's the taste I think of when I think of bourbon. Ooh. It's kind of a rich, not overpowering taste. It doesn't make you wince no, eye. <laughs> no, no wince face or grimace. Definitely better no with mouth. a couple ice cubes in it. I could see drinking this in front of a campfire with a cigar. Totally. I wanted to on a cool evening. <laughs> when just, when I go camping, there's always a bottle of, yeah, that, perfect. So I, Ernie, I Ernie's the resident uh, cigar smoker around here. <laughs> he, he can, he's got a humidor and everything, and all kinds of different cojones in there. So I don't know if you've ever referenced it before. I, I know you've talked about you. it in front of me, but yeah, cigars, huh? We're gonna have to talk about well, that like campfire. Later. Uh, like, no, we could possibly have a cigar. I plan on switching to pipes pretty soon. <laughs> really? Like Uncle Buck and I the swear. quitting smoking plan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Another nineties throwback. I love you, Andy. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Buck. Fuck, we're old. The best. All right. All right so, uh, lastly, Knox. would be my review. I would give it Not a four. Lastly, I'd give it a four out of five. I think accessibility yes. is there really a goes five a long that way with we, us. You know what? Like, is, is there <laughs> Not yet. I'm, I'm waiting. Something you hold in such an esteem. That you know, that's Not my yet. thing. I I've never had a beverage like it's like this is the greatest thing I've ever had. You know, I I I'm a. I'm, It'll happen. I'm gonna hold on to something for a five. That's we've got some really great <laughs> complex characters that I really enjoy. It's just around the corner. But this bullet is it's it's a really nice one. It's the accessibility really pays off for me, and it isn't shoddily made at all. It's got some longer legs like Jeff was talking about. We really taste like that. That oak barrel that it was uh, aged in, it was, it's just, but it's a good flavor on it. And, and the smokiness as well, I really appreciate that. So I would give this a four out of five as well. Oh, Ernie's pointing towards Maddie. Maddie, what do you think? Four. All right. <laughs> so what's the average score? Calm down, Maddie. I think it's very <laughs> easy. I think it's a, a, a very reasonable... Four point one six 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 six. It's one of my favorite numbers. With the line above the six, so infinite amount of four point no. That's an umlaut. This is not Nazi Germany. And in the lead so far. Who uses um? Oh wait, ruler bullet uses yes. And those guys are all homegrown. 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 Love those guys. So okay. So what was the average in this one? The win what, is what? What? Uh, what whiskey bourbon? So far, the winner. The then the winner. Winner of the three of these. Bullet. So far. Yep. Bullet won the round with four point one seven. It's going into the tournament champions. Check us out in future episodes when we do uh, tournament champions. Can you Ooh. hear me doing champion cool. hands on air? I can hear it. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> only Freddie Mercury was still sounds around. Sounds a lot like your helicopter. 
Excellent. All right, we're going to have a quick little break, and we'll come back after these messages. Peace. My friend. We do not own the rights to this music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording? All right. Well, this is the fun part for me. It's when I get to wise up. Nerd. Nerd. I get the nerd out. Nerds. I got to nerds. 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 Oh my. Nerds. Nerds. No. Nerds. Nerds. All right. All right. Maddie, you got all that right. What did we got that? You fucking. You got all that. Excellent. I hated every All right. minute. Welcome back to Booze, Booze, and Reviews. <laughs> and this, does taste like corn. this next portion will be it's all corny. these questions that you might want to ask yourself about what the hell is bourbon and where did it come from. Now, uh, throughout this podcast, you're going to hear Andy uh, get up and storm out because <sighs> not that she's mad, but she has some places. She's to a little be. mad, maybe. Maybe a little bad. She's a pyromaniac, and this fire's <laughs> being set. I can't help. <laughs> so it's more they're mad at me for fires. Nah, it's fine. For fires. So most of, uh, most of my information of I got for, for this episode of the of the education part, I got from mentalfloss.com. Ooh. And the question I asked Google was, what <laughs> makes a whiskey a bourbon? So that's the first thing I answered was. Ryan? Yes? May I? Sure. <laughs> T-bone. I've asked, according it. to the screenshot of Ben Franklin. Oh, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've looked up the history of bourbon. It turns out, in 1964, a man named Richard Bourbon. What? 1964. To, to, to commemorate us landing on the moon. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, Richard Bourbon? Are you yes. Whiskey Dick. Bourbon. Dick? <laughs> Well, that that's where the name comes believe. from. That's where it comes from, Chris. Look it up. I don't believe you at all. It's okay, this is when I'm so mad that I'm mad. This, this is scientifically backed. Right. Richard Bourbon. There's no, no more science. Richard we got to go back to Richard, science and do he, actual reality. He was Mouth trying science. to make root beer flavored taffy. <laughs> and he, what? For what NASA. That, I'm he, sorry. He's wrong. I think I think Knox. That's, you should tell according the to this picture of Ben Franklin, <laughs> and you can read it in all of his veins in his forehead. Well, a picture is worth a thousand words. But I got my stuff, <laughs> Jane <laughs> McCarthy, <laughs> from mentalfloss.com. Okay, <laughs> look it up. Look all it right. up. God damn it. Okay, here we go. All right, all right. What makes a whiskey bourbon? Uh, basically, that's the law. How it's Provided towards this, not that like the law, like I am the law, like Judge Tread. <laughs> but like it's <laughs> perfect example is like while knocking back a dram of bourbon is a decidedly carefree exercise, making it exceedingly technical and requires that the whiskey make a rigid set of criteria. The federal standards of identity for bourbon stipulate what is and what isn't bourbon. For a whiskey to call itself bourbon, it's mash. The mixture of grains from which the product is distilled must contain at least 51% corn. The rest of the mass is, mash 
is usually filled out with malted barley and either rye or wheat. The mash must be distilled at 160 proof or less, put into the barrel at 125 proof or less, and it must not contain any additives. The distillate must be aged in a new charred oak barrel. Most often these barrels are white oak, but they can vary, or they can be any variety of oak. If you distill a whiskey in your kitchen that meets all of these standards, congrats, you've made bourbon. Also, you've broken the law. The ATF is probably outside your house right now. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I feel like and, I should, Andy was supposed to be in charge of like the sound effects, be, and she left, so that was the best we could do. Such a long diatribe. There should be like a... <laughs> 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 hey, you right. Can you freeze? the law, making the bourbon, doing things. And white oak barrels. <laughs> stuffing things. All right. All right, things get a little bit more complicated than that, though. If you want to call your bourbon a straight bourbon, you have to age it for at least two years in the barrel. If you age it for less than four years, you have to put an age statement somewhere on the bottle telling folks how long you aged it. Thus, when you pick up a bottle of straight bourbon that doesn't say how old it is, I was wondering who was going to win the battle. You're probably getting sauce that's at least four years old. Probably not much older, yo. All right, that's enough. That was enough. Anyway, that was pretty good, though. I the internet to belongs to us. <laughs> I wanted to see one that battle. Like you're gonna ignore him that long, huh? <laughs> no, I'm gonna, He's gonna keep going. That's a bit. So there's another commonly asked question: Bourbon can be only made in Kentucky, right? Nope. But it's a common misconception. It is very common. Kentucky straight bourbon <laughs> can only be made in the bluegrass state. But a handful of other bourbon distilleries are sprinkled throughout the country. Among among them, <laughs> what is this uh, Tooth Hill Town? But <laughs> Spirits in New York makes its own Hudson Bay bourbon, which is aged for just three months. And A. Smith Bowman Distillery of Virginia makes, among other products, a yummy ninety-proof small batch bourbon under its pr- Virginia you, Gentleman label. Can you prove it was a yummy? Not yet, but we're going to try to sample some and let everybody know that whether it's yummy or shitty. It'd be great if they'd send us one. Yummy or shitty. I love that scale. As long as it meets the base <laughs> criteria to be bourbon, it's bur- bourbon, no matter where it's scale. produced. So who invented bourbon? Richard, Richard Bourbon. bourbon. No. In 1964, <laughs> to commemorate us you're landing still, on the moon. You're still wrong. Jimmy still wrong. Carter. Whiskey Dick had nothing no, to do with it. It's Elijah That's Craig. That's where Whiskey Dick came from. Elijah. Also, he was inventor of the boomerang, but he got no credit because the fucking man kept him down. No, no, Travis. Knox, help. Take it, our Elijah Craig. <laughs> Elijah Craig, Travis. He is generally credited as the inventor, quote, quote, of bourbon for coming up with the innovation of aging corn whiskey in a charred oak barrel in 1789. The story if, you is, believe, if you believe the official if you story, Ryan. The official story. <laughs> now the story is deliciously Inside ironic. Job. Sorry. The Sorry. story is deliciously ironic because Craig was a Baptist minister by day, <laughs> so he was like a, a, a priest and a distiller. But historical Did facts you to support. Just say deliciously. <laughs> That's the greatest stripper name of all time. <laughs> what is yeah. it again? 
Deliciously ironic. Deliciously ironic. <laughs> we would we might be able to sponsor a a dancer who, who would yeah. name themselves deliciously, deliciously ironic delicious and or ironic. What was the f- this is our second stripper name of the episode? <laughs> by the way, dot org <laughs> dot org. Bruce Bruce Booze and Reviews stripper <laughs> names slash Look email up. them to us. <laughs> <laughs> Or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, send us your best stripper names. I want to read a more of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slash edu. Okay, so... All right, but historical facts to support the story are hard to come by. There were corn whiskey distilleries in Kentucky prior Ernie's to... Ernie's looking at porn. 1789. And in truth, Craig was probably just one Bravo. of many distillers who helped transform fiery, unaged corn moonshine into what we now know as bourbon. Craig, however, got the lasting recognition. Heaven Hill markets two nice, reasonably placed, priced single barrel bourbons under his name. So what's all the worry about age? AIDS? Chuckle, chuckle. What's with the age? What's with the AIDS? Ryan, age. What's with the age when it comes to bourbon? Like with other whiskey, bourbon tends to improve with more time spent in the barrel. As temperatures fluctuate, the whiskey is forced into and out of the barrel's wood which imparts vanilla-like flavors and makes the whiskey more complex. Additionally, the layer of charred wood inside the barrel helps gives the whiskey its dark brown color. Of course, this process can't go on forever. Evaporation means that there's less whiskey left in the aging barrel each year. The mis- missing portion is known as the angel's share, so eventually the barrel will be empty. Moreover, if bourbon spends too much time in the barrel, it will often take on an unpleasant, woody taste that makes it undrinkable. The trick is to figure out exactly when a barrel has matured to perfection and not let it age any longer. There's certainly no older is always better rule, though. Younger whiskeys can be quite enjoyable and are generally much easier on your wallet. Sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, on a vote. Hey, Maddie, on a vote of yes or no, has my theory been correct so far on the history? Sure. Okay. So no one's uh, contesting the whole. Uh, no, Richard Bourbon did Richard not. Richard Bourbon. Do it. So there's. Also invented the boomerang. No, nope. And nope. Velcro. Velcro. We have Velcro. It's hook and loop. Oh, it. His maiden name was Velcro. <laughs> what was the stripper name? Oh, uh, what was Del- it? Deliciously. Yeah. Ironically delicious. Ironic. <laughs> deliciously ironic. Is that what you said? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> All right, the next question is, what is, what's, what's a single barrel bourbon? Like what Four Roses was, which I like. When distillers are making regular bourbon, they go into their rick houses. And now rick houses and rack houses refer to the same thing. Uh, whiskey aging warehouses where barrels are stored in ricks or racks that stack barrels three high and store them on their sides. They're used around the world, from the American South to Taiwan even, these rick houses and rack houses. Uh, the buildings where the aging whiskey is stored and to pull out name. a bunch of barrels. These barrels are then dumped together in giant tanks and mixed until they fit the flavor profile of the bourbon they're being bottled as. Each barrel tastes slightly different. They can There's subtle differences them? in the wood. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I told you to learn something today. The location where the, it was aged in the rickhouse, its age, etc. So you got, there should be three things that you specify on these kind of small batch ones. Or these single barrels. 
Um, however, you can blend hundreds of them together to get a relatively consistent flavor-free batch of bourbon. This large-scale mingling process is why a Jim Beam White Label always tastes like Jim Beam White Label. Single-barrel bourbons, on the other hand, don't get blended at all. This master distiller picks out a particularly tasty barrel from the rickhouse, filters it, cuts it with water to get it to the correct proof, and goes into the bottle. Because of each barrel's little idiosyncrasies, or syncreties, however the <laughs> fuck you say that word. That was a great album. Idiosyncrasies! There we go! Thank you, Travis! Isn't that a, isn't Science! That a record? Each bottle you pick up is uh, single-barrel bottles. Is Wait, every bottle you pick up is bound to have unique flavors of its own. Bourbon enthusiasts like these single-barrel bottles partially because of these little variations and pay a premium for them. Elmer T. Lee, master distiller of ancient age, now Buffalo Trace. Elmer? Start, yep. the, all, the glue Elmer guy. T. Lee, yes. Helped start this whole craze with the introduction of Blanton's in 1984. For his efforts, Buffalo Trace now markets a single-barrel bourbon named after Lee. In my opinion, it's the best bourbon you can get for under 30 bucks. That's your opinion? <laughs> that was this website's opinion, <laughs> which is mentalfloss.com and the writer of that article. Because I think that's Buffalo Chase is a. It's. <laughs> I don't think it's as good as anything we've had tonight. Day. What day is it? Tuesday? Sunday. February? <laughs> it is it's not February. It is a date in 2019. No, it's uh, January 20th. 2019. 1969. Right? That's when we're recording this. Richard Bourbon. Richard Bourbon. Richard Bourbon. <laughs> okay, well, hey, there's, he there's one more, the one more part too? that we got to bring in. Actually, they called him Old Whiskey Dick. They, old Whiskey Dick. <laughs> but it was because it had nothing to do with his genitals. There. What has happened? <laughs> he, he was a... Uh, he was a guy. <laughs> he wasn't a guy. He didn't know. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Look it up, Chris. You don't know. All right, so then what about small batch bourbon? What is small batch bourbon? Small batch bourbon, on the other hand, doesn't have to live up to such a specific standard. With a single barrel, you know you're getting whiskey from a single barrel. With a small batch, you know you're getting whiskey from a batch that's small. What's small? Good question. <laughs> Thanks. What's small? But it's one nobody can answer. <laughs> small batch is really more of a nebulous marketing term than an what indicator small? of quality. Whoa. Which isn't to say that small batch bourbons can't be quite good. Many of them are among the best tipples you'll taste. What the fuck is a tipple? <laughs> All right. Website. Thank you very Let's much for that. More. Sticking the term on a label is just a clever way to make you think, hey, the batches are small. This must be a premium product. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> premium. Premium capitalism. <laughs> right. Right, if the barrels can only be used once, what happens to the barrels? As noted above, bourbon has to be put into a new charred oak barrel for, for aging. Once the barrels are emptied, it's no good for they aging throw bourbon. Them? However, it can still be useful for aging other spirits. They go to heaven. Yes. <laughs> they Barrel go to heaven. heaven. They help out the other liquor <laughs> angels produce wonderful things. <laughs> Like wonderful aged out angel barrels, <laughs> angel barrels. Lots of the used Quapridge uh, ends up in Scotland, where it's popular for aging Scotch. Sherry casks were previously popular for aging Scotch, sherry. but their strong flavors and high prices have made bourbon 
Cooperage, the most popular casks at many distilleries. Bourbon barrels have also become popular for aging certain types of microbrews, particularly stouts. Yeah, I told you, motherfuckers. I was right. <laughs> Other use, well, maybe it's because I did the research beforehand. <laughs> Ryan gets a gold star for the day. Yes. Other used barrels are employed to age non-Burby Kentucky whiskey-like version of earlier, early times sold on in the American market. Or if you like, you can just buy one to keep in your house as a 53-gallon conversation piece. And that, ladies and gentlemen... It was a great conversation piece. It was the history and many FAQs on bourbon. Did you just pull this right from the internet? I mean, Pretty, yeah, I said at the beginning. Well, It's what? right from mentalfloss.com, 90% of it. All right, all right. I'm just looking at the show notes, checking it out. <laughs> well, all right. So that's the history well, part. Right. That's the history of bourbon, man. So now let's talk oh, about BMX. Maddie's over there looking. God dang, I got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> what are we at so far, Maddie? <laughs> all right, all right, Maddie. Yeah. Way wow. to go. I'm real. I'm real glad you're taking care that's of. That's the most that, I've man. heard from him in a while. Yes, it's, it's the last I want to hear from him ever. Today's episode was great. Now we're uh, gently sipping on this crooked furrow harvest blend from Proof. Gently sipping. As we say goodbye <laughs> to you all. Oh, third stripper name. <laughs> third stripper name. Gently sipping. I just got to say gently one sipping. thing about today, but not that one. Happening right now. <laughs> I don't know. This one. These are a few of my favorite things. Hanging out with you guys, sipping some bourbons, chatting about having a good time, having a good laugh. These are a few of my favorite things, guys. I just want to say, heck yeah. <laughs> I apologize for Chris's racist rants. I won't be here. I won't be here for all the news uh, reviews, but uh, I, someone had to fill in for. Most definitely. That's what Travis is here for. All right, guys, until next time, this is Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Peace. Ernest. This has been a pretty cat. <laughs> I mean, a pretty cat production of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. For more information, Google some shit. And or head over to BruiseBoozeAndReviews.com. Thanks to our sponsors who allow me to drink for free. And support us and our podcast. You too can support me and allow me to retire at a reasonable age by supporting our sponsors. We have merch for sale. Podcast pants are extra. Have extra stuff for you to listen to on our Patreon. Uh, so basically, go to bruisebooseandreviews.com and uh, like us and shit. 